Good Friday. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your love. Let's thank him and worship him. It's a good Friday indeed for all of us because Jesus died for our sins. And Lord, we are grateful for the gift of redemption. Lord, we thank you. Be thou be exalted in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Take all the glory. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Father, we are grateful for this good, wonderful Friday that you have given all of us. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you because it is real. Thank you because we do it again tonight. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let's be seated and greet ourselves. Happy Good Friday. It's a wonderful celebration for you. Hallelujah. If you believe Jesus is alive for you and for you alone, shout hallelujah. How many of you actually believe that Jesus is on your side? If you know he's on your shout on your side, shout another hallelujah. Today, many people do not feel that Christianity is attractive because we are not preaching what Jesus has done. So we are going to read Isaiah chapter 53, verses 1 to 5. And we are going to use it for our month of harvest. We are talking about what Jesus did for us today. So let's read it again. Isaiah chapter 53, verses 1 to 5. Who had believed our report, and to whom is the hand of the Lord, the harm of the Lord revealed. There is a report you must believe. And that is a report about the death of Jesus Christ. And I pray as I talk about this report. You will believe it sincerely in Jesus' name. Okay? For it shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He had no form, no comeliness. And when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire in him. Verse 3. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteem him not. Verse 4, surely he had borne our griefs, he has carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him, stinking, smitten of God, and afflicted. Verse 5, but he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and with his stripes, we were healed. Amen. I say amen. amen. Who was Isaiah talking about? And what was the report that we must believe? He was talking about Jesus Christ. And he was talking about the death of Jesus Christ. The report of the death of Jesus Christ that we must believe. We must believe this evening that Jesus died on a Friday like this for you and for me. The most interesting thing about the story is that if you are the only person that is still living on the surface of the heart today, Jesus will still have died for you. The Bible says, when he came, there was no form of beauty or comeliness in him. We despise him because he was heavily afflicted with grief and sorrow. There was nothing to be desired in him and we all hid our faces from him. Because it was an ugly sight to die at the cross. But the Bible says the reason why he carried this thing was because surely he has carried our griefs. 
he has carried our sorrow. The price for our peace has been placed upon him and by his stripes we were healed. The Lord appeared to Cornelius in the New Testament and told him that it is not good to be religious. Sent for Peter and we tell you about the gospel, about Jesus, about this report I'm preaching about. And Isaiah, and in, in Acts chapter 10, verse 38 to 43, Apostle Peter explained what Jesus did and how it is important for Cornelius and his household to believe the reports. And it's time mentioning from verse 38. Put on Acts chapter 10, verse 38. We are going to 43. He said so many things, but the most important thing that he said, we can begin to find it from verse 38. You know how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. Verse 39. And we are witnesses of all things which he did both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they slew and hung on a tree. Verse 40. Him God raised up the third day and shew him openly. Verse 41. Not to all the people, but unto witnesses chosen before of God, even to us who did eat and drink with him after he rose from the dead. Verse 42. And he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that it is he which was ordained of God to be the judge of the quick and the dead. Verse 43. Okay, to him give all the prophet witnesses that through his name, whosoever believeth in him shall receive. Shall receive what? Remissions of sin. Remission means forgiveness of sin. Let's go to verse 44. Verse 44, that same verse. Why Peter speak this word? The Holy Ghost fell on them which had the word. The Holy Ghost fell on them which had the word. As you enjoy harvest this period, you must be hearing about Jesus all the time, what he did. And the most important message about Jesus is the message of the cross. Jesus is the reason for our existence. Jesus is the reason for our living. Jesus is the reason for our blessing. And what do we hear about Jesus? Number one, Jesus is the judge of the living and of the dead. He shall be the judge of all. Not your work, nor your conscience. Jesus. The center of everything in our life is Jesus. What else should you hear about Jesus? You must hear that Jesus died on the cross for the forgiveness of your sin. Hearing and hearing about the gospel. We release the power of the Holy Ghost into your life. You must not be dull of hearing or be tired of hearing because today we hear so many things. It does not matter what you like to do. If you like watching film, you will have a lot of film to watch. If you like reading like myself, you have a lot of news to read, a lot of issues to read. But the most important thing that guarantees freedom and joy and liberty and blessing in our life and affairs is hearing about Jesus. Hearing about Jesus will attract the Holy Ghost into your life. 
All that Peter needed to do was to preach the word about Jesus. And the moment he started preaching the word, the Bible says, the Holy Ghost fell on them that had the word. And I'm emphasizing tonight, hearing. Don't be too busy that you don't have time to hear. If you are going to be blessed, you must be hearing. You must be hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2. Unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, but the gospel did not profit them because they did not continue to hear the word. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, but the word preached did not profit them, not being missed with faith in them that had it. Somebody say, they had it once, they refused to hear it again. So it was not missed with faith. If, if, if the word was actually missed with faith, you will want to hear it again and again and again and again. Praise the Lord. Number one, want to be blessed is to be hearing and hearing and hearing. What you hear also, you must hear that Jesus rose for our justification. I've said it time without number. When he died, he died for our offenses. When he rose, God was satisfied with his sacrifice for our sin. And because the Lord was satisfied, he, he, he rose him up. He allowed him to rise from the grave so that we can know that he is satisfied. Romans chapter 4 verse 25. Romans chapter 4 verse 25 says, He was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our what? Justification. You are justified to be blessed. Some of you will say, I am not worthy. You are worthy because of Jesus. You are not worthy in your own rights. But you are worthy to live a long life. You are justified to be blessed. You are justified to receive abundance blessing. You are justified to live a good life. Because Jesus rose again for our justification. Redemption is important. But justification is much, much more important for our blessing. He rose again for our justification. Let me tell your neighbor, say, Jesus rose again for my justification. I will enjoy the benefits of his resurrection. You know, they said when Jesus was nailed to the cross, there was a time he was thirsty and they gave him a very sore drink. There was a time he cried with a loud voice and said, Father, Father, why have you forsaken me? It was a painful and agonizing death. And the Bible said the father turned his eyes away from him. If the father turned his eyes away from him, there's no way you will pray today and God will turn his eyes away from you. The reason why we are still struggling in the body of Christ is because we do not believe what Jesus has done for us. A lot of us still feel that we need to do a lot of things on our own. We want to establish our own righteousness. Romans chapter 10, verses 1 to 4. Let's read Romans chapter 10, verses 1 to 4. Romans chapter 1, chapter 10, verse 1. Brethren, my heart desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. Why are they not saved? Verse 2, for I bear them record that they have a seal for God, but not according to knowledge. There's a knowledge that is important 
for your seal to attract the blessing. There is a seal. Seal is good. But you have to mix your seal with what? I can't hear you with knowledge. So that your seal will produce results. For they be ignorant, ignorant of God's righteousness. They are going about to establish their own righteousness. And they have not submitted themselves to the righteousness of God. Verse 10. Verse 10. For Christ is the hand of the law for righteousness for everyone that believe it. Say, Pastor, I hear you. Now, I know this might be difficult for you to believe, but you have to keep hearing about it until it becomes part and parcel of you. It is not about you establishing your own righteousness. It's about you believing that somebody take your place in righteousness, take your place in your sin, so that you can take his place in righteousness. Romans again, chapter 5, verse 16. Put on Romans chapter 5, verse 16. Romans chapter 5, verse 16. And not, not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation. But the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. And verse 17 says, those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life. Say, I will reign in life in the name of Jesus. I pray that you not be frustrated in Jesus' name. Okay, Jesus also died for our peace. He suffered for our peace. The Bible says the chastisement for our peace was upon him. And so many people are still not yet enjoyed the peace of the Lord. Tonight, you enjoy peace in Jesus' name. You enjoy healing in your body. You enjoy healing in every area of your life. Wherever you need God to touch you, the Lord will touch you in Jesus' name. The healing power of the Lord will bless you in the name of Jesus. Okay? Number two thing that is important under this situation is asking. You have to be asking. You have to be asking for your blessing. If you are not asking for your blessing, you will not be receiving. Asking. You must be asking. You must be asking. You have to pray and receive more from him. You have to ask. You have to knock. You have to ask. You are not asking on your own righteousness. You are asking on the righteousness of God. He said, either too, you have not asked for much in my name. In that day, you will mention my name and ask something from the Father and I will do it for you. And he was talking about his death. Because after his death, the gate of heaven will be open for us to ask so that we can receive. So many of us don't even turn to God when we need things. We turn to our uncle. We turn to people around us without actually mentioning it to God. And I can give an experiment here. That how many of you pray for a particular provision today? You pray for provision. That Lord, I need you to bless me provision. Because we feel that those things are too mundane for God. That God is not interested in them. But it's the one that says that we should cast all our cares on him. For he cares for you. And I put it clearly to you tonight. If anything bothered you. If it matters to you. It matters to God. And there's nothing too simple for you to pray about. If you don't like the pimples in your face. You can remove it. <laughs> 
to tell you how caring, how loving the God that we serve is. You know, so many people come to church as if they are helpless. You know, I don't know whether Christianity makes us to be shy. I don't know. Even here, I, I discover that when you relate with unbelievers, it's like they are bolder. Unbelievers, they are very, very bold. But believers, I don't know where we get this kind of false humility that make us so humble or shy. Please <laughs> that. It makes us so humble or shy that even things that we should ask for, we don't ask for it. We don't ask for it. Praise God. If you are going to be blessed, you are going to ask for something in his name. I don't want you to be the senior brother of the prodigal son that was working in the father's house even though he was holy, but he was not asking for anything. Let's ask. He said, ask so that your joy may be full. The only way to have joy is by receiving. The only way to receive is by asking. If we are not blessed, we are not actually asking. He said, ask me of nations and I will give it to you. If you cannot do it, he will not say you should ask. Ask in my name and I'm going to do it. Matthew 7, 7. He does ask it, receive it. We are not praying to, and so many of us, even when we are asking, we keep condemning ourselves. Some people say, why are you asking? The only thing you are asking is for your blessing. Why would I ask for my blessing? If I'm not blessed, how can I be a blessing to you? We keep criticizing people that are asking for blessing, and at the same time, we are living in abject poverty because we have refused to ask. We do not receive because we don't ask. Let us ask so that we can be happy, so that we can have joy. Ask for what you need, and we do it for you. John chapter 1, verse 16 and 17. Anytime we talk about grace, we are talking about opportunity to receive. And of his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. May you receive grace upon grace. Blessing upon blessing. You are not saying me very well. Favor upon favor. Okay, increase upon increase. Promotion upon promotion. Okay, healing upon healing. Everything you need that will make your life full, blessed, receive in the name of Jesus. We have to ask for it. We have to ask for it. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. We must be asking. He said, how many of you, being evil, with the father, with the child, ask for a fish? And the son, we say, the father, we say, I'm pranking you. And give him what? A snake, a live cobra. Even though you are evil. Will you prank your son with snake? There's just a prank to see how it hurts when he bites you. So how many of you will your son ask for cake and you give him stone? He say, bite the stone. He say, if you men being evil, God knows that human beings are evil, know how to give, give gifts to your children. How much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit, the good gift to those people that ask him? Asking is important. If you are keeping quiet and you are not asking, you will not be receiving Knee down in a simple way and say, God, I don't want to be embarrassed this year. And he will hear you. God hears simple, simple prayer. If, whether you know grammar or you don't know grammar, just knee down. As I'm going out today, Lord, I want to return with blessing. I don't want to return empty-handed. After all, you told the Israelite that when you go, I'll make sure you do not return empty-handed. I don't want my pocket to be empty. I don't like to be broke. I don't like it. God bless me. He will bless you. 
the elder brother of the prodigal boy was going to the farm every day and wasn't asking for anything and the father was not also careful about it if you are not asking you don't need it if god gives you what you don't ask for it will mean god is interrupting in your agenda anytime somebody gives you something you are not asking for is 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 a uh, going to be something we call interruption disturbance you are disturbing me but if you ask and god gives you something it's intervention intervention is different from interruption god will not interrupt your program if it does not matter to you god will not provide it because if it doesn't matter to you you will not thank him you will not thank him and i know so many of us also in the church can be pretenders we need something and we pretend as if we don't need it. I don't care. Whether I have money, I don't have money. I don't care. Whether I'm blessed. I don't care at all. Whether somebody gives me or they don't give me. And when they don't give you, you now be behaving scosco. Yeah, that's what you do. But you behave as if you don't need it. You need to ask so that you can enjoy divine intervention. You need to ask. That was a program I did so many years ago at the I call it divine intervention. And I know why I did it. After we give back to Adelu. And we needed divine intervention. That's only God could do. And I said one of the ways to enjoy divine intervention is by asking and praising God. Today we are going to praise God all through. But I was dancing, my wife was dancing more. Because we needed divine intervention in an area. And we danced. We do not even have a, a glass pupil like this. What a wood that would make us a, a, a pupit then. Not a church as fanciful as this. An abandoned Kerubu and Seraphim church that was given to us that we just tried to patch patch. But we say yes, in this all, we want a divine intervention. Oh my, oh my. We get home after service and boom, a divine intervention happened. Because my wife has been feeling pain for how many months? Three months. Because when they were doing the operation for Adeolu, they forgot something and womb. And the thing came out. Oh, it would have been that. Oh, you don't need the manipulated you as he kept it. She took it to the hospital and they started begging. They said, But this is a miracle. This cannot happen. Where was the passage? Because the womb is different from the road. They called me. But this is a miracle. But please, because God has performed this miracle, don't write anything about it. Fortunate for us, the doctors that did, they were two, and they were people that we know. So we just wanted you to know. As he has been going to the hospital, complaining, and there was nothing they could say. You have to ask. You are not asking, and you are blaming me that you are not receiving. Will I ask for you? Will I ask for you? If you know you need something, Bring forth your strong reason. Pray to the Lord. And he will answer you. It's not only my father. It's your father. Why should you send me? Why, why should you send me to your father? Tosi, Adiolu said, Tosi enter uh, his room and said, ah, Daddy, I've not sent that one. So. Will you call him? Say, ah, is he not your father? Call him yourself. Call him. So, the girl called me and said, Daddy, look at your date now. And I started laughing. I said, okay, I will send. <laughs> I said, I don't want this happening. He said, don't mind her. He wants me to be 
talking to you about if you are broke, call your daddy. I'm not your daddy. Call your daddy yourself. Call your daddy. That's the way it should be. If you are not asking, you will not be receiving. You are broke, you are complaining. I don't know whether God is answering prayer. He's not answering your own. And probably because you are not praying. You are not talking to him about what you need. Need down and say, God, I, this situation is embarrassing. You know? Ah, where, where will you be saying? I cannot be living from hand to mouth. I would like to be borrowing Gary, borrowing rice. Lord, help me. And we help you. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16. Let us come boldly to the throne of grace and receive help. Find grace to help. In time of need, let's come boldly. Even if you are the only person in church, come boldly and say, please, can I open the church? Uh, open church key for me. I want to be with him today. I want to be with him. Somebody said, Romans chapter, Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16. Somebody said, well, he has been trusting God for something. God seems not to be doing it. Then he told God that, ah, I'll go to church. I will carry one mattress. Not here, one church. I'll carry one mattress. I'll be asking God for it. And I pray and God answer him. I will do personal retreats in church. Secure environment. So she spread a mattress. I've shared this story with you before. And she was asking, God, one request. I know you can do it for me. One request. I know you can do it for me. And uh, she was doing it. Third day or second day, the man of God came and said, Ah, in the church, whatever you are asking for is released into your life. He said, That's what I need. She carry a mattress and move. And she came back with a testimony. If you ask him, Oh my God. God will hear. God will hear. Number two way to have fullness of joy is to ask. My friend, ask. If you need a car, ask. You can give a car. If you need a land, ask. You can give land. If you don't ask, you will not receive. So many years ago, we went one week, they invited us to two foundations. Me and my wife. Our pastor, we have just bought a land. Come and dedicate it. We went, we dedicated the first foundation. Another person invited us. He dedicated another foundation. That same week, my immediate senior sister called me and said, I just bought the land. I want to start building. I want you to come and pray. So I went with my wife and we prayed. We have a small Twitter said. And as we were going back, my wife said, Ah, shall I no need the lady? Oh, the people say I can buy the foundation when you kill this. I will need any. I said, Do we need it? He said, Ah, we need it though. I want to be landlady. I want to be landlady. I said, God, give us a land. We need the land. We need it. You believe me that the next day, a woman knocked my door and said, Pastor Modiveri, I said, what is it? No, even a member of my church, a neighbor. My son wants to relocate to, to Ghana. And he has a land that he wants to sell. And I said, it is you that can buy the land. The land is not far from me. I said, I will buy it. I said, how much is it? He said, 40000 I said, okay, I'll buy. He said, what will you pay? I said, I will tell you tomorrow. Because at that time, I didn't have the money. But you know, two days later, they pay my money. Had some other money with it. And I said, okay, I'm ready to buy it. And I went to the shop. I said, no, I'm ready, sir. I'm ready, man. And the neighbor said, I made up my mind. Even if you say you don't have money, but you are interested, I will loan you the money. 
And I'm telling you sincerely, this will not be the first time that a stranger will say they are ready to give me land. Praise God. By asking, you receive. By asking. And I pray you are going to ask tonight. And your joy will be full. In the mighty name of Jesus. I say you are going to ask tonight. And your joy will be full. And when you ask God for something, it will answer you. It will not disappoint you. You will not be frustrated. In the mighty name of Jesus. Okay, I said it is by hearing. And number two, it is by asking. Number three, every opportunity to receive that you have, you receive. There are opportunities in the body of Christ for receiving. One of the ways by which you receive impartation is by the Holy Communion. You receive it. Make sure you are constantly receiving. Don't reject what God has provided. Holy Communion is a way of receiving blessing from the Lord. Because when we talk about Holy Communion, we are talking about what he has done. He said, do this in remembrance of me. This is my body that is broken for you. He gave them the bread. This is my blood that is shed for you. Do it in remembrance of me. He said, as often as you do this, you are showing the Lord's death till it comes. Till it comes. What does it mean to show the Lord's death? You are testifying about the Lord's death till it comes. First on chapter 10, I think verse 22 to 26. First Corinthians chapter 10. Receive everything that the Lord has done. Receive everything that the Lord has done for you. Don't, don't be in the church and there's an opportunity for you to be blessed through the communion and you skip it. First Corinthians 11 should be 11. First Corinthians 11. First Corinthians 11. First Corinthians 11. Look at verse 23. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take heat. Let me tell you another say, take heat. Say again, say take and heat. Say again, say take heat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let me read on. I want you to see something. After the same manner, also he took the cup. When he had stopped saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till it come. You are testifying about the Lord's death. So, and the Lord gave us in this church that we should take Holy Communion on a weekly basis. If you are in town, take it. Eat it. It's for your blessing. See, Pastor, I hear you. I said sometimes ago, when we were to Kefia, they will call me. Somebody is sick. I will run to emergency. I will run to this hospital. I will run to that hospital. 
I pray, and the Lord told me, when you enter this land, which is your own, take Holy Communion on a weekly basis, and I will guarantee it for your people. Take and eat it. You are not to pay for it. You are to eat it. And thank God that this is the body that is broken for your healing. This is the price for your peace. He said, when you take it, you will have peace. When you take it, you have what? He said, anytime you take it, you are declaring the Lord's death till he come. You are showing to everybody that Jesus died for you. That Jesus rose for your justification. That Jesus is your substitute. That Jesus is your redemption. You are, you are not just sitting on that bread. As often as you drink it and take it, you are showing the Lord's death till he come. You are saying, Jesus died for me. And you know, and some of you will not take it. Why? Because somebody tells you that if you take it, it will kill you. But there was no place in the Bible where the Lord said that. There was no place where he said in the Bible. If you eat it and drink it in an unworthy manner, in the manner in which you take it, if you don't place importance, significance on the Lord's death, if you are saying the Lord's death is not important, that is when it will work against you. You cannot purchase your own righteousness to say, I am not worthy to take it. No. If you take it with reference, with understanding that Jesus died for me, it will rot healing in your body and your bones. If you abandon it all together, you also miss the blessing. And there are so many times that the Lord wants to impart specific blessing unto you through the Holy Communion. Anytime we are taking the Holy Communion, we are showing the Lord's death till he come. We are showing to everybody that the Lord died. And, and after the Lord spoke to me about this, I also had one man of God that I love by name, Joseph Prince saying, the Lord gave me a revelation in the Old Testament that when they carried the Ark of Covenant from the house of Obededom, the first time they were trying to carry the Ark, people looked into it and so many people died. And Obededom household was blessed for three months for keeping the Ark. The Lord blessed him. So David inquired of the Lord, how should I carry the Ark safely? There will be a blessing to all. And the Lord told him, after the priest carrying it, take six steps, you will sacrifice to the Lord. After another six steps, you will sacrifice to the Lord. After another six steps, you will sacrifice to the Lord. He said, and the blessing shall be up all. And that was how David took the Ark of the Covenant successfully to the temple. And he said, the Lord told him, after six days of work, take communion. He's far away in Singapore. And he was not the one that appeared to be telling me that I should take the Holy Communion once in a week. It was a confirmation. You have some people giving the testimony that they were shocked when they heard it. And it's like we got that revelation around the same time. Hit it. Ah, but I don't want to hit it. But he said, as long as we take it and drink it, you are showing his death till they come. So, Minimum, you have to take the Holy Communion once in a week. It will guarantee your healing. Minimum, once in a week. Minimum, once in a week. Why? The apostles, they break the Holy Communion on a daily basis, house to house. It was after every fellowship. 
they break the holy communion and there was wonders and miracles in their midst why is our churches today so religious because things that we should do we are not doing some pastor said i don't like taking the holy communion that's why you should know you should not be getting annoyed holy communion is important do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it you are showing my death till i come you are testifying about what i have done for you and as you are taking the holy communion tonight this holy communion will impart you it will heal your body it will be a refreshing thing into your system anything that is not working the holy communion will cause it to work in the name of jesus let's rise up on our feet and say father i thank you for the word of jesus for what jesus has done for me go ahead and thank him jesus died for your sins and rose for your justification through him we have forgiveness of sin today is good friday for all of us because today we are remembering the death of our lord jesus christ for our sins let's thank him and bless his name as many people that are born again let's celebrate jesus tonight and say father we are grateful lord we are grateful lord we are grateful let's thank him and bless his name and say lord thank you because you died for my sin you rose for my justification you died for my sins you rose for my justification let's thank him for his death thank you lord jesus thank you lord thank you for hearing about it again and again and again lord i am very very grateful go ahead and thank him if you are born again it's an opportunity for you to appreciate what jesus did at the cross he carried the sin that you cannot pay for so that you can enjoy the beauties of heaven so let's thank him sincerely tonight say lord i am grateful for all you have done for me all that you have done for me i am grateful you died for my sins you rose for my justification your blood cleanses me from all sins i am holy today because you pay the price lord i am grateful for all you have done let's thank him let's thank him as we are willing to receive from him tonight thank you because the chastisement for my peace has been placed upon you by your stripes i am healed 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 in the name of jesus by your stripes i am healed thank you lord jesus i am healed because of your beating i am healed because of your strife lord i am grateful thank you father in jesus mighty name we have prayer raise your two hands to heaven and ask in the name of jesus jesus came as our only key to receiving ask in his name lord i receive receive healing today i receive blessing today i receive favor this month i receive a first go ahead ask in his name father in the name of jesus this month i will not be embarrassed the, go ahead and ask in his name he said you have not asked for anything ask ask until your joy be full if your joy is not full ask again this year let it be a year of blessing for me this month let it be a month of harvest for me lord give me more blessing go ahead and ask if it matters to you it matters to god so go ahead and ask you receive joy by asking for joy you receive joy by asking you need money ask for money you need pleasant surprises ask for it you need favor from the lord ask if you are not asking 
Don't blame anybody. Let us come boldly to receive. Come boldly, come boldly, come boldly and receive. Lord, I receive the blessing. Lord, I receive the blessing. In the name of Jesus, I receive the blessing. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Say, Father, tonight, as I take the Holy Communion, it will impact my body positively. In the name of Jesus, I'm eating the Holy Communion for my head, for my head, for my head, for my strength. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I'm taking the Holy Communion for my blessing, for my impartation, for my glory, for my open door. The Holy Communion I'm taking will be for my healing and for my increase. In the name of Jesus, go ahead and say it. Jesus died for my sins. He rose for my justification. As I declare it through the eating of the Holy Communion, my body hear the word of the Lord. You are justified to live and not die prematurely. You will not die prematurely. You will live. They that wait upon the Lord, he will renew their strength. My strength is renewed. In the name of Jesus, like the eagle, my strength is in you. I am bouncing up every day. In the name of Jesus, my head is renewed. The part of the jaws is like a shining light. I am not getting tired. I am full of life. I am full of energy. Go ahead and speak life to your body. If you don't speak it, it will not work. Speak life to your body. My bones hear the word of the Lord. My kidney hear the word of the Lord. My bladder hear the word of the Lord. Every part of my body hear the word of the Lord. As we are hitting the Holy Communion, be imparted. Receive healing right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. This sign shall follow them that believe. In my name, they will cast out devil. If they take anything that is deadly, it will not hurt them. Every devil in my system, I cast you out. Every pain, every disease, I cast you out. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead and speak life. Anything that you don't want, cast them out. In the name of Jesus. As I take the Holy Communion right now, I receive supernatural healing. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Why Peter preached this thing? The Holy Ghost fell on them that hear it. May the Lord open your ears to hear the word of life. To hear the word of grace. To hear the word of God. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, as I hear the word, let Holy Ghost accomplish miracles in my body. In the name of Jesus. As Peter preached, the Holy Ghost fell on all. And I began to speak in tongue. Miracle happen when you hear it is what you hear that determines the miracle. Lord, as I hear the word, miracle, miracle, healing, harvest, miracle, miracle, miracle in my life. Hi, and the children that the Lord has given unto me. We are for signs and wonders in Israel. We are for signs and wonders in Israel. The Holy Ghost fell on all that heard the word. They were concentrating. And as they were hearing, miracle was happening. Miracle was happening. You cannot be hearing and you are not blessed. I must be blessed because I'm concentrating. I must be blessed because I'm concentrating. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. 
open your eyes. I pray that the Lord will give you the grace to concentrate on the word of God. Are you hearing me now? I pray that the Lord will do what? Give you the grace to concentrate on the word. Pray that the Lord will give you the grace that when the word of God is going on, you will be focused, strictly focused to hear the word. Because you can't be focused hearing the word a miracle will not happen in your body. You cannot be focused hearing the word. A miracle will not happen. Anytime you are concentrating, hearing, that's why I said, in some places, people keep quiet. They will fast their, their eyes on the altar. That's why I bless the person that paint this place. Let's clap our hands together for Jesus for this beautiful place. May the Lord beautify this life in Jesus' name. The altar must be a place of beauty that people love to behold so that they are not distracted, so that they can hear. It must be a place of beauty. It must be a place of beauty. And I tell you honestly, if you are somebody that concentrates on listening to the word, your life can never remain the same. Your life can never remain the same. Anything that will bring distraction to you, that will bring distraction, remove it. You can do it. You can do it. You can do what? You can do it. Anything that will distract you. You know no man after the flesh. You must concentrate. Because anytime you are concentrating, hearing the word, the anointing of the Holy Ghost will blow unto you. The power of God moves with his word. And it's in line with your hearing, your hearing frequency. When you are hearing something, the power of the Holy Ghost is communicating to you, to your spirit and to your body directly. Change your attitude to your hearing system. And before you know it, your entire life will change. Your entire life will change. There's nobody that hears God's word and remains the same. In fact, the Bible says you should preach deliverance. Preach deliverance to the sick. Luke chapter 4 verse 18. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach deliverance. What do, do you need to be delivered? Hearing. Hearing is what will deliver you from demon. Hearing is more important than prayer. That's why I started with hearing. Then asking. It is hearing. Because while you are hearing, God is giving you strategy for you to be blessed. There are some things you will not even need to pray about. You are here. We hear it and be blessed. That's why the first agent of the devil in church is distraction. Not your mother's house. Not your stepmother. It's distraction. Once you are distracted from hearing the word, certainty will begin to remove from your life. Luke chapter 8 verse 18. He that hear will receive more. He that refuse to hear in the church, even what he has will be taken away from him. So hearing is number one. So when you come to church, concentrate and your life will be great. I give you five years. Everything around you will change completely by hearing. From one level to another level, you'll be enjoying freedom, deliverance, healing, blessing, just by hearing alone. No mountain. Your pastor here, I have never gone to any mountain to pray. Never, not one day. And I've never been bonded to anybody. I've never gone to mountain anytime. To say, oh, this problem is too big. I need to go to mountain. No mountain. But I love hearing the word at all times. And I enjoy a lot of interventions. 
Because while hearing, God speaks to me. And when God speaks to me, I am blessed. I live a simple life. I may not be famous on radio, on television. But I live a good life. Good life. Just by following the word in a simple way. Nothing bothers me. Sleep well. Wake up well. Live a good life. And I'm not competing with anybody. All I need to do is to concentrate by hearing the word. That's all. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I receive special grace to concentrate on your word. To major on my major and minor on the minor. In the name of Jesus. Let's pray before we take this Holy Communion tonight. I, you have to do it. Some people will be hearing the word and they will be speaking in tongue. They will be speaking in tongue to themselves. I must hear everything. Every detail. Because you never know the word that will bless your life. You must be enriched. You can't be passive era. You must be active era. Active era get active blessing. I receive grace to be an active era of God's word. In the name of Jesus. From one level to another level. I am blessed at all times. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Father. In Jesus name we have prayed. Father we are showing your power today. That you died. For our sins. The chastisement for our peace has been placed upon you. By your stripes, we are healed. And Apostle Paul says, this is what I receive from the Lord. As often as you drink this communion, you are showing the Lord's death till he come. We are showing today that you died for us. So that we can enjoy good news. So that we can enjoy harvest. So that we can have joy. So that we can have peace. Everything that you have prayed for, Lord, we receive it through this holy communion impartation tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Let it not just be an ordinary bread or ordinary wine. Let it be a symbol of Christ's body and a symbol of Christ's blood in the name of Jesus. Let it penetrate our system and give us healing and blessing in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Oh, Lua.